Small City Life is a series of podcasts produced in collaboration with the St Albans and Harpenden Review. Here's Marissa Laycock. The Tinned Food Renaissance. I suppose that things will never be the same again. We're all settling into the new normal. More adults are riding scooters than children and we can no longer live without our little bottles of hand sanitizer. Londoners are leaving the city in droves and we're having to wear masks on every single shopping trip. And many of us are working from home, meaning less commuting and less pollution. In the early days of the pandemic, panic buying, toilet roll and tinned food was rife. Not as ridiculous as it seemed, really, considering that the entire planet had been gripped in an unknown pandemic. Now, six months later, a renaissance in tinned food is still happening all over Europe. According to Kantar Research, sales rocketed by over 70% in March 2020, compared to the previous year, a popularity unseen since the Second World War. Apparently, the UK's first ever festival devoted to canned foods took place on Instagram last week. Who could have predicted that in 2019? Is its wartime association finally being shaken off? Personally speaking, it could only take something as huge as this pandemic to change my mindset. The central feature of a Mediterranean diet is its freshness. The fragrant flavours, that sense of immediacy. When I was a child, Antonio would turn up a couple of times a month, driving a huge blue lorry down our London street. It was an Italian delicatessen on wheels. I loved that initial impact of abundance as soon as I stepped in. The children in the neighbourhood loved exploring. It was a wonderland of Mediterranean culinary delights. Utterly crammed with packets of pasta, bottles of olive oil, jars filled with red peppers and olives. Antonio even had a chilled glass counter neatly arranged with parmigiano, mortadella, parma ham and other meats and cheeses. Another wall was filled with chocolates like baci perugina, panettone and drinks such as San Pellegrino and aperitifs like Crodino. The lorry would soon be pretty crowded with three or four Italian mummers and their bambini taking their turn to order while chatting or rather shouting at each other jovially. Antonio didn't seem to mind the chaos. Shopping with mamma involved going to the butchers and buying meat to make bracciola, or to the deli counter to buy soft mozzarella di bufala, or to the market to buy pomodorini on the vine to make a mean antipasto platter. We'd even head to the fishmonger to buy fresh eels, an Italian delicacy on Christmas Eve, and unless they were actually alive, nobody would buy them. The truth is that through the decades, most Italian mummers spoke of tinned food with a slight disdain. However, when I think back a little harder, the role of tinned food and glass jars was ever-present. The best ragu sauces require a couple of tins of plum-peeled tomatoes. Any complete Italian antipasto contains some artichokes or anchovies from a jar. Pasta fagioli, arguably one of the most nutritious soups on earth, requires a tin or two of red kidney and cannellini beans. Nowadays, you can practically get any foodstuff canned, from caviar to leaf spinach to duck confit. However, before we fill our baskets with tins, we need to keep in mind the salt and sugar and sodium content and understand that tinned food consumption is fine in moderation.
Keeping your tin portion size small and finding ways to integrate it with fresh foods is probably the most sensible approach. Ultimately, it comes down to reading the label on the back of the tin and taking responsibility for our own health decisions. I'm sure we all realise how fatty corned beef is, that vitamins such as C and B are pretty much wiped out in canned food once the fruits and vegetables have been blanched. We should also be aware of a BPA chemical that can be found in the lining of the tins that can cause health issues and that dented or damaged tins can be very dangerous to our health. That said, chefs have devised countless gourmet recipes using tinned foods, then adding a few other fresh ingredients, which require very little preparation. Pureed sardines with cream cheese, lemon and parsley to spread on some crusty French bread. Carrot and coriander soup on a cold winter's night, ready in minutes, with added homemade croutons and some fresh peas mixed in. Just add some tahini, lemon juice and garlic to some tinned chickpeas to make a delicious hummus. Or quarter pears with some Greek yoghurt and maple syrup to make a nice easy dessert. I remember how I poked fun at my husband at the beginning of lockdown when he came back from a stressful shopping trip with a tin of Frey Bentos and a tin of corned beef. Maybe in the light of this tinned food renaissance I was a bit hasty. Only a week later we sat down with some very tasty tinned meatballs costing only 50p from Morrison's, washed down with some Prosecco, which was all we had in at the time. So many of us experienced trivial yet totally surreal moments, especially during early lockdown. We may indeed look back on 2020 amused by the strange turn in our eating habits, including our penchant for tinned confectionery. Oh well, at least the gyms have reopened. Small City Life is a series of podcasts produced in association with the St Albans and Harpenden Review. To find more of our podcasts, go to radioverulam.com. And if you'd like to support our podcasts, please go to radioverulam.com slash donate. Thank you.